Hello everyone, it's your favorite travel concierge, Nicole Jackson, and I am coming to you bringing you another podcast talking about all things travel. We are in the middle of a pandemic and so of course traveling is one of the things that you will find will either be on the forefront of a person's mind or completely on the back burner. Everyone is either at one end of the spectrum and so I am here to reel you all in and and tie it all together and let you know that it is absolutely okay to be leery about traveling, but it is also absolutely okay to be optimistic about traveling and to look forward to future travel. Today, we wanted to give you updates from the State Department and give you some tips and tools specifically from the State Department on what you should do in preparation for travel, what you should do to keep yourself abreast of what's going on. As things change, as we move forward in the upcoming months, you'll want to know where can you go to get accurate information, not the fake news, not stuff that people are just making up on their own and pulling out of a hat, where you can get accurate information about where it is safe to travel, where you shouldn't go and everything in between. So stay tuned. We are talking to you today about future travel and things that you need to know. And we will be right back. Want to learn what's hot in travel? Tune in each week to the Travel Concierge Weekly Audio Podcast. In the wake of COVID-19, the trusted travel advisors at Travel with Heat suggest all travelers insure all travel packages. For a travel insurance quote, be sure to call Travel with Heat at 240 343-HEAT. Hey, hey, everybody. It is Nicole Jackson, your favorite travel concierge. You already know what this is. This is the Travel Concierge Weekly Podcast, where we talk about all things travel and tourism. And right now, not too much is going on in the travel industry. Well, a lot is going on. A lot of cancellations, a lot of postponements, a lot of uncertainty. All kinds of things are going on as it pertains to travel and cancellations and flights that are being um, completely canceled and trips that are being delayed or not taking place at all. And the state of travel is just in disarray. And so this episode, we are talking about the state of the travel industry and bringing you information from the State Department directly because there's tons of fake news, there's tons of interpretations about what is actually taking place and we want to dispel those myths. We want to give you accurate information and so we sought out answers from some of our experts, some of our colleagues and so I had a couple of questions that I wanted to ask and I was directed multiple times to several different places to obtain information directly from the government. Right now, there is a level four travel advisory, which means the United States and the State Department pretty much has banned all international travel. And so the question is, when will I know that it is safe to travel and how will I figure that out? So we have a checklist of different things that 
the State Department and the U.S. government recommends that every traveler does moving forward. You absolutely want to use this this checklist moving forward. You want to make sure that you have this information. You want to make sure that you are as knowledgeable as possible. And so we want you to be smart. We want you to be safe and we want you to travel well. And so before you travel abroad, we want you to make sure that you do a few things. We want to make sure that you have information. We want to make sure that you are knowledgeable about where you're going. And the best place to do that is to visit travel.state.gov forward slash destination. And the reason why we recommend that you visit that particular site, that particular page is because it really will allow you to be as informed as possible. That particular page allows you to see what the travel advisories and alerts are for the specific country that you're traveling to. You can review entry and exit requirements, whatever the visa requirements are for that particular destination, their local laws, customs, medical care. A lot of times it really is questionable as to what types of vaccinations and shots are required in order to enter a country. That is going to be critical moving forward. That is going to be so imperative. You are really going to need to know whether or not you need certain shots and vaccinations. We are in a pandemic. We are in a state of emergency across the globe. And one of the things that people are going to be very hesitant, other countries are going to be very hesitant about allowing people to step foot on their soil if they are not vaccinated, they are going to be very hesitant. And so you want to make sure that you have that information and you go to that website. Again, that website is travel.state.gov forward slash destination. And again, you want to make sure that you're checking this because it has the travel advisory and alerts for each respective country. So you are able to see specifically what a particular country is requiring. And this information is directly from the State Department. There is no question as to whether or not the information is accurate or the most up-to-date because it is coming directly from the U.S. government. It is not coming from a third-party source, and you don't have to worry about whether or not the information is fake news. Let's be clear, there's tons of that at this point. We are in the middle of crisis, and people are just making stuff up and pulling stuff out of a hat, and it's like, where are you getting this from? So we want you to be as knowledgeable. We also want you in checking that information to make sure that you are writing down the contact details for the nearest U.S. embassy or consulate and make sure that you keep that information with you. So wherever you're traveling to, when we are able to start traveling again, if you are leaving the country, you want to have the contact information for the nearest embassy in your destination. That is critical information. Having a copy of your passport, critical information. Another way to stay informed is to read um, a particular article that you will be able to find. It will be on the Travel With Heat Instagram and Facebook page. It is the Crisis Abroad Evacuation Plan and information on that. You want to um, also consider buying an emergency evacuation insurance. That ensures that if there's an issue, you are able to leave the country without incident. You are able to leave because you purchased evacuation insurance. So evacuation insurance, just to be on the safe side, um, the U.S. government doesn't provide medical insurance for U.S. citizens overseas, and they don't pay medical bills. So you want to make sure that you have medical evacuation insurance because it pays for medical care 
and emergency transportation. If you are traveling to a remote destination or a place where care is not likely to be up to U.S. standards, then you also want to have this in this coverage. It can be purchased separately, and it is, you know, something that we recommend, especially now moving forward. Obviously, Medicare and Medicaid will not cover medical uh, expenses overseas, so you want to make sure that you have coverage that will take care of you. You have coverage that will allow you to be able to return home, and you want to make sure that you have this coverage before you depart. Um, Another thing that I really... um, one of the reasons why I stress this is because if a crisis occurs while you're overboard, you want to be able to check in with loved ones. You want to update your social media status so their friends and family know that you are okay. And you want them to have the peace of mind of knowing that you are going to be able to return home. So another part of making sure that you are informed is making sure that you have this information. You want to also read the article about getting um, health coverage while traveling abroad. So if you fall ill, not if you necessarily need to leave, but if you're not feeling well, just making sure that you have the different things that you need before, which are obviously the vaccinations. And that information is available um, at the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, CDC, and World Health Organization websites. So those as well will be on our Facebook page, our Instagram page for you to get that information. And another piece is making sure that you are squared away financially. So your money does matter. Your money is important. And what you don't want to happen is for you to lose your money or for someone to hack into your account. So you want to be very careful. So before you go abroad, obviously you want to notify your bank and credit card companies about traveling and you want to check exchange rates. And for information regarding that, regarding you know whether or not it's safer to use cash or debit cards or an ATM overseas. You want to go to the specific destination. Again, that site taking you back once again is travel.state.gov forward slash destination. And they will have information as far as your money matters so that you are as knowledgeable as possible about what you should take with you as far as money, as far as credit cards and access to money, you want to visit that site. So we've talked about making sure that you were informed. We talked about making sure that you have all of the things that you need to ensure that you are able to leave the country. Um, But one of the other things that we want to talk about um, is making sure that you have your required documents. And obviously for international travel, you need a passport. And we can't stress this enough that there's so many different Um, things that go into making sure that you have a passport in so many different layers. If you're a child and you're under the age of 16 and um, you do not have a passport, you will require both parents to sign off on it. There's so many different things. If you lose a passport, there's so many different rules and regulations and things that you need to do in order to obtain a passport. So again, we recommend that you visit travel.state.gov information on the specific requirements as far as visas and passports is listed there. You can go to a specific destination. Again, that is the best resource to know what you can and cannot do for your specific destination. Travel.state.gov. I can't stress it enough. 
Um, again, for visas, you also want to contact the embassy of the country that you'll be visiting because you can get tons of information from them. They are going to be a great resource for you as well. And you will need that documentation in order to enter certain countries. I think as we move forward in the state of travel, in the state of the way things are going, that's going to change. So there are countries that did not require a visa that will now require it. There are countries that didn't require shots and vaccinations that absolutely require those things moving forward. So you want to stay up to date with that information. So again, if you aren't sure as to whether or not you need a visa or you're not sure how to obtain it, again, contact the embassy of the country you'll be visiting for more information. Another piece of documentation that you'll need. So we have your passport. We have your visa. If you have medications, some prescription drugs, including narcotics, and some U.S. over-the-counter medications are illegal in other countries. So you want to check with your embassy of the destination where you are traveling to find out the regulations and documentation that you will need prior to travel. If you are someone who takes regular medication and you are traveling out of the country, you need to know whether or not your medication is banned. You need to know whether or not your medication uh, will land you in jail or if you'll receive a fine. I've read articles about people who were overseas who absolutely encountered um, major issues with the local police and local authorities because they had medication that was banned in that specific country. So you want to check that out. You want to make sure that if you do have that medication and the embassies say that it's okay to have it, that you still have a copy of your prescription and that information with you as well. And you don't put the medication in something outside of its normal prescription bottle. So you don't want the pills in a bag instead. You want to make sure that you keep them in the bottle so that they can see that this is a prescription written out to you. This is the medication and this is your dosage and all the information. So there is no question as to whether or not you're supposed to have that medication for medical needs. Another thing is if you are traveling with minors, so there's all kinds of documentation, like I said, and again, best way to know if you have everything you need, travel.state.gov. But the pieces that we've talked about so far are your passport, your visa, prescriptions for medications. And next thing that you need to make sure you have, if you're traveling with minor children, if your child is um, living in a two-parent household, so you are not together, you're, you're, you're um, one parent traveling with the child out of the country and the other parent is not, you need to have some type of letter showing consent that the child is authorized to travel with you. You also want to make sure that if you are traveling alone with children, foreign border officials may require custody documents or notarized written consent from the other parent. So don't just assume traveling to another country that the destination is going to assume that it is okay for you to have this child with you. So you may want to just have that with you just as a precautionary measure to make sure that you are not held up at borders, you are not held up in customs. And the best way again to find out is, and I'll say it a million times, check with the embassy of your foreign destination before traveling to see what you may need. So we have again, your passport, your visa documentation, prescriptions and medical um, documentation, a letter of consent if traveling with minor children, and also, if possible, you want to have your international driving permit. 
Many countries do not recognize the U.S. driver's license, but most accept an international driving permit. You may also need supplemental auto insurance. So if you are traveling to another place outside of the U.S., and you plan to drive, you plan to rent a vehicle, you need to make sure that that country will accept your U.S. driver's license. They don't always do that. So, (coughs) excuse me, want to make sure that you have those pieces of documentation, want to make sure that you're abreast as to what you need. And again, say it again, (coughs) over and over again, travel.state.gov is going to be your best resource for information. So we've talked about making sure that you were informed. We've talked about making sure that you had the requirement documents. And so when we come back, the second half of the podcast, we will talk about enrolling you in some special programs. So stay tuned. We will be right back after this message. In the wake of COVID-19, the trusted travel advisors at Travel with Heat suggest all travelers insure all travel packages. For a travel insurance quote, be sure to call Travel with Heat at 240-343-HEAT. Hey, everybody, we are back. I promise you that this segment is probably one of the most beneficial podcasts and one of the most beneficial um, episodes that we have published to date. Um, Part of that reason why is because we, in the wake of everything that's going on in the world, there's so much information that is shared that's not always as accurate as possible. So we wanted to really make sure that you were as knowledgeable as uh, possible. So we're going to talk about a few things right now. Um, The most important one is the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program. And so you can enroll for free with this program. The Smart Traveler Enrollment Program really allows you to receive travel and security updates about where you're headed. And to it really helps us or the United States rather uh, reach you in case of an emergency. So if you're in a group or you're in an organization and you're traveling, then it's imperative that you register your group or organization with the Smart Travel Enrollment Program. And you can actually put a spreadsheet in there and provide them with all the details for everyone traveling within your group so that your entire group is covered. So uh, where can you find the information on the Smart Travel Enrollment Program? Again, um, State Department's website, but more specifically, STEP, S-T-E-P, Smart Travel Enrollment Program, step.state.gov. Again, I stress this, that website is filled with an abundance of information. And we've referenced the CDC's website and the World Health Organization website, but the State Department's website is literally your best resource. And the Smart Travel Enrollment Program is really an amazing program. It's a great program for you to stay safe, stay smart. It is free. It allows U.S. citizens and nationals traveling abroad to enroll with the local U.S. Embassy or consulate so they know that you're there. 
you know, that's important. So we told you earlier to make sure you put that contact information, write that contact information down, write the information about where the program is. But this is more so about making sure that they're aware that you're in the country. So it is, again, a free service for U.S. citizens and nationals who are traveling or living abroad. It allows you to enter information about your trip so that the State Department, um, in partnership with the embassies and consulates, can better assist you in case of an emergency. You can subscribe to receive email updates with travel advisories and other information for your particular uh, travel destination. So it is a really great resource. It keeps you safe. It keeps um, the country aware of your uh, whereabouts. And, you know, one of the things that you may be wondering is, well, how can the embassy or consulate assist you while you're abroad? And so there's several different things that they can assist you with. So if you have serious legal or medical or financial difficulties, they can assist you. They can provide you with the names of local attorneys and doctors, people who will provide loans to destitute Americans, people who will provide information about dangerous conditions affecting your overseas travel or residency. So if you're there and you experience any type of hardship or any type of emergency, the U.S. Embassy or consulate will assist you in getting the services you need to keep you safe and to get you back home. One of the other things that it does, and these are non-emergency, but they will help you with absentee voting. They will help you with... um, receiving federal benefits. They'll help you with doing your taxes and other things. Again, that's obviously if you're traveling abroad and staying and residing in another country for an extended period of time, but they can also notarize documents. They can issue passports. So if you lose your passport while traveling abroad, one of the things that I stress all the time is make sure you have copies because that along with other identification you can take with you to the U.S. Embassy and you can get a new passport. So if you need assistance with that, again, the best resource is to um, go to the State Department's website and go to the uh, specific destination where you're traveling and get information on that. But again, if you register in the STEP program, the Smart Travel Enrollment Program, you won't have to worry about that because they will automatically um, know that you're there and you'll automatically Um, receive updates from the State Department as far as getting assistance for certain things and you can communicate with them um, as a part of the enrollment in the program. So you want to make sure that you sign up for that. Again, the Smart Travel Enrollment Program, again, the way that you can contact the or register for that particular program is very simple. It's very easy. It is, again, step.state.gov. Again, it's a free service with the State Department, the Smart Travel Enrollment Program. Another thing that we suggest is that you follow the State Department and specifically their travel division on Twitter and on Facebook. And again, you can follow them online, but you wanna make sure that you are following TravelGov on Twitter and Facebook. Again, it's a great resource, great place to go to get information and to know what to do in the in the event that there's an emergency. So we've talked about some different important things, but that traveler's checklist that we've provided, a lot of the links, a lot of things that we've talked about will be up on our social media pages at Travel With Heat. And um, that's my agency and wanted to just provide you with some information 
if you are wondering whether or not we are still under a level four, the minute you are um, starting to hear, oh, well, we can travel now, you still want to check the State Department's website because just because we are allowed to leave the country doesn't mean that specific countries are going to allow us to enter their countries. So again, for the last time, travel.state.gov is going to be your best resource to know what you can do, where you can go, how you can get there, and what you will need while you're there to have a safe and memorable travel experience. State Department's website, great resource. I literally use it quite frequently, multiple times a week. I'm going on there, I'm looking up information for clients, but you know, you can kind of get some information on your own. You can start doing some research. And again, the best place to do that, again, for non-fake news, for the information that's gonna be as accurate as possible, again, it's the State Department website, travel.state.gov. I have enjoyed giving you guys information today. I have absolutely enjoyed talking with you, um, giving you guys information and sharing information with you and making sure that I keep you all informed, especially during this pandemic is really something that I enjoy. I really enjoy making sure that people are as knowledgeable as they possibly can be about travel and about tourism. And we will fly again. We will ride again. We will cruise again. We will do all of those things at some point in the very near future. And I am super excited about the future and the state of travel and tourism. I know that we have a long road ahead of us, but I am optimistic. I encourage everyone out there listening to stay optimistic and be absolutely encouraged when it comes to thinking about travel. And if you have any questions, of course, you can always reach out to any of uh, the staff at Travel With Heat, myself as well. You can reach us at 240-343-4328. You can also visit us online at travelwithheat.com. And you can visit us on social media at Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at Travel With Heat as well. So thank you guys so much for tuning into the weekly podcast. We will be back. We're going to be running tons and tons and tons of podcasts over the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned. I'm super excited about all the different content that we have available. And you don't want to miss it. Alrighty. This special edition of the Travel Concierge Weekly Audio Podcast is brought to you by Dreaming in Cuban, your premier destination management company for travel to Cuba. Visit them online at www.dreamingincuban.com. Thank you.